What is going on? Welcome to the show. Pete Callender here. 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. You can also email Pete at thepetecallendershow.com. And I'm on Twitter at Pete Callender, and I'm on Getter at Pete Callender, and I'm on Facebook at Pete Callender. And I guess you need to know it's K-A-L. That would be helpful as well. Um, just as a heads up, no, Gastonia does not have mountains the size of Switzerland's mountains, the Swiss Alps. They not quite the same height, just in case you're listening in Florida and you had doubts. No, Gastonia is not in the Swiss Alps. Doesn't look like the Swiss Alps. Uh, Swiss, Swiss, there you go, Swiss Alps. It doesn't look anything like it at all. Feel the need to say this because a woman in Florida drove like 10 hours to come see the mountains of Gastonia based on a TikTok video <laughs> that some guy uh, put out there. The guy's name is uh, Kesey, 22-year-old Zachary Kesey, who says he felt bad about the whole situation. And uh, he did apologize to the Floridian who drove all the way up here with her entire family, apparently, convinced everybody to pile into the car, drive from Jupiter, Florida, uh, all the way up to Gaston County, although she did realize things were amiss. She said, quote, I realized when we were like 20 minutes out that something wasn't right. There were no mountains in sight. <laughs> Only rundown gas stations and no working bathrooms. The only nearby mountains was a hiking park. I'm not sure what she's talking about there, a hiking park. I mean, because there are some, you can see some mountains in Gaston County. You know, nearby Cleveland County, you got Kings Mountain. You can see them. So I'm kind of curious as to why she thought, I mean, I'm assuming she doesn't know what mountains look like up close and personal, because if it took her all the way up to 20 minutes outside of Gastonia before she realized it, then... I'm thinking she doesn't have any concept of how big mountains the size of the Alps might actually be when you're approaching. Like, you could see them from really far away, generally. Um, she said, I'm sure there's a nicer part of town, but we didn't stick around long enough to find out. This is all because of a TikTok video that this fellow put up. The woman's name, by the way, is Olivia Garcia, and she road tripped with her family to the Carolinas while driving to Angel Oak Park in Charleston. So that's when she decided, I guess they were just already on their way to Charleston, and they were like, hey, you know what would be great? Let's stop off and see this town of Gastonia that has, you know, the Alps in it. Mesmerized by the mountains in the video, she convinced her family to make a detour. Quote, I'm from South Florida, so the closest thing we have to mountains that, uh, down there uh, are landfills. Which is why I was so excited when I saw the TikTok. I had never heard <laughs> I had never heard of Gastonia before. She said though that the name sounded like something out of a Disney movie. That's interesting. Gastonia. Is there look, I I am not up to date on the Disney names of places or characters or something. Is there like a Gaston or a Gascon or Gazon or something like that in a Disney movie? I want to say there is, I, but I don't know. I, what, what was that? Beauty and the Beast. Okay, that's is that 
Is that the beauty or the beast? Oh, he's the villain. Wait, Gaston County is the villain in Beauty and the Beast. Who's the wait? Who's the villain? Gaston is the villain. No, I understand, but like I don't even remember the story. I just thought it was like, you know, beautiful girl falls in love with uh, Big Beast. Beast turns into dude or something, and I think there's some singing. There's like half a mask that he wears, and he he uh, like spoils opening night of the theater. Isn't that, isn't that the story? So Gaston is the, is the guy that is jealous of the Beast uh, winning Belle's heart. So he and tried- he's a real person. Is he the guy that made the Beast the Beast? No. Oh. He just lives in the same town as Belle. What's the name of the town? Uh, it's somewhere in France. I forgot what it was. Oh, Gaston. Okay. All right. So the guy named Gaston is the bad guy. But Gastonia, well, then now maybe that's what she's talking about. And it sounds like something out of a Disney movie. Now, I think there is an opportunity here for the Gaston County Chamber of Commerce or the, the tourism officials there. I mean, because this is a direct quote. You see this all the time. It's in, like, you got the reviews, you know, you go to somebody's Google page, you got reviews and stuff, and so they got, like, a quote. And so you can take this woman's quote, Olivia Garcia, and turn it into a quote at the sign entering Gastonia. Gastonia. Like something out of a Disney movie. End quote. And then credit it, Olivia Garcia. Florida. There you go. She did not know. See, the problem was that she was watching this TikTok video and it was actually of a place called Lauterbrunnen, Lauter, Lauterbrunnen, Lauterbrunnen, Switzerland. Anyway, not Gastonia. And uh, the moral of the story, she says, is don't believe anything you see on the internet, which is good advice. Don't believe anything you see, which then do we believe this story? Hmm. We're through the looking glass here. Gastonia, uh, or the uh, video called Gastonia, has over 5.7 million views. It's one of 19 TikTok videos that this kid posted up, this man, he's 22, called Not Carolina. And apparently they got all sorts of these videos. He's got a video of Venice, Italy, uh, that is mislabeled as Raleigh. He's got one of the Duomo di Milano Cathedral in Milan, Italy, and has that one labeled Concord Mills Mall. So uh, just as a heads up, you just you can't ever trust this stuff. And the kid who put the video up, he says, look, I'm sorry if you don't understand the humor I intended with these videos. But it's just these are just jokes, which actually reminded me of an Andy Griffin episode when Opie took a picture of ancient Greece, put it in the school paper, labeled it my trip to Big Lick, North Carolina. I know spoilers here, but hilarity ensued. Okay. You're to be young. No one's been like Gaston. Nothing big like Gaston. No one's got a swell cleft in his gym like Gaston. As a specimen, yes, I'm intimidating. I wanna call it Gaston. So I'm assuming this is from the Disney movie. Gaston is the best and the rest is all to rip. Well, he's got a lot of muscles in this in this uh, picture that somebody sent me. I guess that's him. He's looking at a book. I don't know. I know nothing about this. I, 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 the Beauty and the Beast story, uh, all I know is the version that was the uh, 
Phantom of the Opera. That's it. That's the only version of that one that I'm aware of. I apologize for not knowing more. Now, I will say that all of this is obviously is because of the, uh, the, the Swiss Alps of Gastonia that was in a TikTok video by some kid. I keep calling him a kid. He's 22. Uh, he's a man. Sorry. He's 26. He's, even, he's an older man. He's 26 years old. And, oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. That was the one that he duped. She's 26, old enough to know better. Um, and she got duped by the 22-year-old, right, Zachary Kesey, um, who said, I told her I was sorry for the video. He lives in Durham. And uh, he said that she seemed to take some humor out of it and then said it was okay. So apparently he stole this idea from a friend of his who posted a picture on social media when he was in the Rockies skiing. And so Kesey's friend posts this picture in the Rockies and he says, oh, I love skiing in Boone. Get it? Because he's not in Boone, he's in the Rockies and it's not the same. But it's still skiing, so it's like the same to me, but whatever. So he posts the picture and I guess Kesey's like, that is hilarious. And so Kesey did it too, except he took a picture of himself at some village in the Alps in Switzerland, and he posted it up as saying it was from Gastonia. And uh, it got like 5.7 million views. And one of those views, or at least one of them, was Olivia Garcia, the 26-year-old from Florida, who was, I think, according to the story, it's a little unclear uh, from the Charlotte Observer, that she was on her way uh, up to Charleston, she had thrown the whole family in for a road trip and said, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we go to see these mountains of Gastonia? And apparently not a single person inside the car thought this was strange or did a search of Gastonia to see, hey, what might we be able to to visit or to see while we're at the said mountains of Gastonia. And they made it all the way, apparently, to Gastonia, about tw- at least 20 minutes away. And uh, sounds like they made it, I mean, just given her description, uh, sounds like they made it to Gastonia and uh, they did not find any of these mountains. And so she was kind of upset and then it made a story, uh, made it into the paper. And I mentioned this guy has a couple other videos of North Carolina as well. Now, I say all of that to bring you this tweet from Travis Fain, who is a reporter for WRAL, one of my favorite news outlets. If you listen to the program, you know the the place that I hold WRAL news so close to my heart. And Travis Fain is one of the political reporters, but every now and again he tweets about things that are not politics and such, but it's usually if he's trying to convey some sort of moral supremacy over some other people, uh, I like to refer to it as moral preening. Uh, Virtue signaling is another uh, way that you could define this stuff. Or if you would prefer, you could uh, file it under the category of Dear Diary. A lot of these tweets like this, they kind of read like diary entries, you know, where he's just so riddled with angst over a particular development or event or issue or person or behavior. And so he just he feels the need to go on to Twitter and tell everybody and, you know, dial up the preening to 11 out of 10 and send it out for all to see. And so here is one where he says, uh, I keep thinking about this TikTok video and what it says about readership. 
<laughs> Readership. Uh, it's a TikTok video, dude. It. Are you aware, like most TikTok videos, from what I understand, and like I'm not on the TikTok, but as I understand it, basically TikTok is there for people generally under the age of like 20 to dance and maybe get discovered, right? Isn't that the idea? Like I had a, a friend of mine back in college and she told me when she was growing up as a little girl, she would, she would sing, she would roll down the windows in the car uh, when she was in the back seat, and she would, she would sing out the open window in the hopes that there would be like a record agent or something that was driving by, hear her singing, and then she would get the record label. Like that's TikTok, as I understand it. That's the business model of TikTok, right? That and to, of course, scrape all the information, get the facial recognition for the Chinese Communist Party. I think that's the deal with TikTok. So... She says, or uh, uh, Travis Fain says that uh, he, he's he's really thinking today about what this what this says about readership. Okay, he doesn't say anything about readership. Just want to disabuse him of the diary entry uh, thought right there. Doesn't say anything about readership. First of all, second of all, his next sentence he says, "Our news media can do better." But I, and this is one of the things that he always he always throws you the bone like that, like, uh, oh, I know that this is there's criticism to go around, and Lord knows I'm not perfect. But then he proceeds to defend, you know, everybody and everything and all the things that are bad about the news industry. So he says our news media can do better, but I don't know how to compete for attention in a world where I'm writing about government and just saying these mountains are in Gastonia gets 5.7 million views. Like, dude, you're not competing with that video. It's the thing that kills me. Why do you think you would be competing with a TikTok video, news guy? Is it because you're in TV? Wow. Like, it's a window into the mindset of a TV reporter. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. And this is, by the way, the only thing I'm going to say about this is right now, okay? That I have been, I've been saying that the overtime rules in the NFL are stupid for a very long time. So I just want to put that out there. I do not care at all. I'm not going to discuss it. I'm just saying, welcome everybody to my world. I've been living here for a very long time. All the rules are stupid. Okay. Um, on the, uh, I bring up this Gaston County, uh, Swiss Alps, TikTok video story mainly, I mean, for one reason only, I mean, yes, it's kind of comical. And yes, I got to make a reference to the Andy Griffin show. Um, but uh, more importantly, it's an opportunity for me to drag Travis Fain at WRAL. And okay, look, I mean, this is the thing that drives me nuts about uh, a lot of people in media. First off, and I say this as a person who comes from media, okay? A lot of people in media, pretty self-absorbed people, okay? <laughs> Just... <laughs> That we we are it. There's just something about people in media. I don't know, like if it, it attracts certain personalities or what. And look, there are different kind of personalities in the radio side versus the TV side versus the print side versus the magazine side. Oh, who am I kidding? I've never met a magazine person. That's no, I'm kidding. Uh, so there are different archetypes. There are there are different characters that are uh, attracted to these different uh, medium and also. Inside, there are different types of personalities that get attracted to certain jobs inside of these outlets. It's true. So anyway, this idea that this reporter, this is like the like the, one of the big wig reporters, political reporters in the state, and he's lamenting 
how a TikTok video of just silliness. I mean, that's really what this is. It was, hey, look, these mountains are in Gastonia and it gets 5.6 million views. Views. That's all that is. It's just somebody looks at the picture, huh, retweets it or whatever they do in TikTok. I don't know what they call it. A retweet, a share, whatever. Um, and so, And then other people see it and it, quote, goes viral. And so he takes, this is, he takes a single image of 5.6 million views and then compares that to like his daily grind of government stories about legislative process and he laments that people don't take more of an interest in the content that i'm creating here's something i learned a long time ago content is king right if you do good content audience will find you that's how that happens And uh, I'll never forget, there was one time, one time, I sent out a tweet, and it it didn't even go viral, but it was kind of viral. It was like a a quasi-viral. It was almost like an Omicron variant kind of virality to this post, okay? And it was when Kay Hagan announced her re-election bid. U.S. Senator Kay Hagan did a press conference at a a board of elections, and uh, she was... She was being hounded at the time for not attending an armed services committee meeting in the Senate when ISIS was on the agenda. And then, you know, ISIS started murdering everybody and everybody in North Carolina. U.S. Senator Tom Tillis was like, hey, why weren't you at this ISIS thing and uh, or at this uh, committee hearing where they talked about ISIS? And Hagan just didn't have an answer for it. And so she was like dodging the media. So she does this. This uh, press conference, if you will, it was just basically she thought she was going to walk in there and do an announcement that was like, hey, I'm running for re-election and then walk out. And she thought the media was going to do that for her, which, of course, she would. She's a Democrat. So she she thought they were going to give her a solid assist on this. But apparently I forget I forget who it was. It may have been BTV. I think it might have been Nick Oxner, but I forget who was there. And they followed her out into the parking lot and. Like this is and I I took the video and I shared it. And all I did was say I said something like, I'm not sure that your reelection announcement could have gone any worse, except if you had like lit a bunny rabbit on fire (laughs) in front of the cameras. I'm not sure this could have gone any worse because you look like you're doing a perp walk out into the uh, parking lot. They're chasing you through the parking lot, trying to get a comment from you about why you weren't at this hearing. And if you had just stayed at the podium and just answered the question, then it would have been over. But instead, you give the TV cameras all this video of you running out in the parking lot trying to avoid their questions. It's just not a good re-election announcement, right? Doesn't inspire a lot of confidence and support. So that tweet got picked up and retweeted at the time by Reince Priebus, the RNC uh, chairman. And that was it. I don't even remember how many views or likes or whatever it got. I don't remember. But I will never forget that one of the bosses comes and tells me, hey, you should do that again. <laughs> we need to have more of that. <laughs> like, I don't know how these things go viral. I have no idea. The, like, and maybe some people do. I'm not that person. I don't know how to make something go viral. Okay? A, a, a video on TikTok of mountains that you call Gastonia, that gets 5 million views. Why are you comparing what you're doing to that? It's not the same thing at all. Now, I'm sure that over time, the amount of 
the body of work that you're doing in journalism probably has garnered more hits, more views than what this guy has done. He's posting TikTok videos with made up uh, uh, names of uh, next to pictures. But you've been doing reporting for a very long time. Like, come on, man, get it together. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then he's like, he makes some comment like, how am I supposed to make a living doing this? He actually said something like that. He, he, yeah. He said something to that effect. Like, you know, I'm trying, you know, trying to figure out like how I'm supposed to compete with, with, with this sort of content. Uh, because like, uh, 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 one of his followers said, look, you don't need that many views from bored people worldwide to have an impact or to do your job well. Right? Exactly. Why are you comparing yourself to that of all the things? Why are you picking this image? Why would you do that? That's and Then he says, oh, but I don't. I don't compare myself to that. It sounds like a heck of a lot easier way to feed my family. So now, now I am disabused of the belief that you just might not, uh, you know, be aware of all of the circumstances here. No, he just doesn't, he, he just doesn't know what he's talking about. You think that's a good way to make a living? You think it's a good way to make a living is just take pictures and put fake names on them and post them out on TikTok? You think that's the way to feed your family? A lot of job security in that one? I mean, far be it for me to suggest there's a lot of job security in news. <laughs> but, I mean, it could be worse. He could be working for print. And he says, if I have capital, it sounds like a much more efficient investment. It's not, though. See, again, he's missing all of the other posts, all of the other time... All of the other content creation that this kid has been doing or not doing, he's just ignoring all of that. He's looking at one post and saying, I should just do that. <laughs> just do that one post. What a profound misunderstanding of not only the TikTok platform, but his own. And his, right? Like, it's, it's kind of sad to me. It is. It's kind of sad. And it makes me concerned about journalism. There's an email from Joseph. No Alps in Gastonia. No problem. Come on down to Boogertown. It's a place. <laughs> on uh, <clears throat> on the virality of the uh, of the social media stuff, including the TikTok video that put uh, a poor woman from Florida into Gaston County, thinking she would see the Alps. Um, spoiler alert: there are no Alps in Gastonia. Uh, this from WTAJ, as reported at uh, Queen City News, Fox46.com. Finance Buzz is accepting applications for a DJ of heartache who will be paid <laughs> who will be paid eleven hundred dollars to listen to twenty-four hours worth of songs that will make you stare longingly out the window. The playlist features tracks from Taylor Swift and Adele. Adele, sorry, of course. Online applications are due by January 31st at midnight. A candidate will be selected by February 2nd. The DJ of Heartache will have until February 6th to listen to the playlist. After that, they get to generate five playlists of their own. The five stages of grief after a breakup. I don't understand some of the promos. I'm just letting you know it's a potential career opportunity for you. Finance Buzz says breakups become much more common as the new year rolls around, which can cause financial strain. The $1,100 of payment is their estimation of how much it costs for somebody to get back on their feet after a breakup. $1,100? 
is the cost for somebody to get back on their feet after a breakup? $1,100. I mean, if you're living with somebody, then maybe. But if you're just dating somebody, why $1,100? What is that even for? It doesn't make any sense. Much like CNN's hiring of Rex Chapman, former Charlotte Horner, uh, Hornet and, uh, and thief. Yeah, convicted thief Rex Chapman, who uses his popularity on Twitter to spread misinformation. Not that he's going to ever get deplatformed off of Twitter, because he spreads the right kind of misinformation. Yeah, so he's now been named as a host for uh, a new show on CNN's digital streaming platform. I think this is the CNN Plus. Yeah, CNN Plus. This is where they sent Chris Wallace to. The Fox News guy. He's going to go over onto CNN Plus. Because really, like when you're launching a new digital streaming platform, you, you I mean, this is front edge, you know, technology meeting people where they are. You need people that think outside of the box, the you know, breaking free of the status quo kind of stuff. And nothing says that quite like Chris Wallace. Right. So uh, his, I guess the first big announced hire after Chris Wallace is convicted thief Rex Chapman, also former Charlotte Hornet. CNN announced the hire and claimed that Chapman's, quote, viral social media presence where he shares humor and positivity, yeah, positivity, that's what he shares, will be an asset to the network. In that same so here's a guy, by the way, just as a heads up, it is way easier to go viral if you have the, quote, correct opinions. I don't know why that is. I'm sure it's just completely coincidental. Maybe it's a hive mind kind of thing. I'm not sure. But uh, it is easier to go viral if you're like Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss? Um, Or um, like a left-wing politician, a Democrat. Like It is easier to go viral because you have sort of a built-in amplification system in uh, in the mainstream press. And they got large followings. So... um, in that same spirit of humor and positivity, of course, Chapman's weekly CNN Plus show will include intimate conversations with athletes, entertainers, and everyday heroes as Chapman looks for things to steal from them and the silver lining beyond today's toughest headlines. Okay, they didn't say to steal from. I put that part in. But that, otherwise, that was CNN's statement. It comes as no surprise that CNN, which has lost multiple employees in recent months after they were arrested and charged with sex crimes involving juvenile victims, hired yet another criminal to join its staff, says Jordan Boyd at TheFederalist.com. In 2015, Chapman, a former NBA star, which is funny, just the first time I ever became aware of Rex Chapman's name was on a video game. I think it was Nintendo or something, or maybe been a Sega. I don't even know. But I thought it was a made-up name. I thought it was... You know, like sometimes they, when the, the game makers don't pay the licensing rights for, like, a league, and so they got to, like, make up all the fake names and stuff for the players and the, and the teams and uh, mascots and all that stuff. So they have to make it totally different. And I thought, like, this was just a fake name that they had stuck in there. Well, I didn't know. I was not a was not a follower of Rex Chapman. Um, he was sentenced, though, to 750 hours of community service and forced to pay $15,000 to an Arizona-based Apple store after he pleaded guilty to shoplifting apples. 
actually technology, totaling more than 14 grand, and then he tried to resell the products. Police said Chapman made it appear that he was using the store's self-checkout, but then left without paying. He was accused of stealing from the store seven times and selling the items for cash, according to ESPN. At the time, Chapman claimed that he was battling an addiction to prescription narcotics. Um... Eric Erickson pointed out that uh, Joy Reid now with this hire will not be the stupidest person on television. That is true. She is the biggest winner here. Chapman has a long history of using his Twitter platform to spread lies. During the 2020 election, Chapman spread a, cons- a fake conspiracy theory claiming that the GOP was uh, locking up the mailboxes. Yeah, that was him. I've talked about this. Uh, this blue and on. If you, this is a great. Here you go. Great tip. If you want to know what Blue Anon is conjuring up in their fever swamps of conspiracies, just follow Rex Chapman. I mean, granted, he will have good dogs, uh, uh, dog videos, uh, you know, uh, pretty regularly, um, and some and some positive videos. He does he does steal those from people and put them out as if they're his own content. He does that. I mean, once a thief, always a thief. So he does that, but. Um, all of the woke stuff, he's, I mean, he's, he's just, you know, full-blown progressive leftist liar, and uh, so he, he promulgates the Blue Anon stuff. So if Blue Anon is thinking it, he's probably tweeting it. So you should uh, kind of monitor him um, to find out what Blue Anon thinks. When multiple users, though, would point out his fake narrative on that uh, postal service uh, locked mailboxes, Chapman insulted them and said, nah, I'm telling the truth. He also was the one who claimed in 2020 that Brianna Taylor's killers, the cops that shot her in her ho- or in her own home while they were trying to serve a warrant, remember? Anyway, he was the one who said that they were at the wrong house. The search warrant used by officers during that investigation does include, however, her street address, apartment number, and photos of her apartment door, according to the Louisville Courier-Journal. Despite the zealous censorship Twitter displays elsewhere, The patently false tweet, which garnered 81,000 likes, was not taken down, nor is it qualified with a missing context label or a politifact check or anything like that, because it's different when they do it. News is next. (laughs) 